Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis, wide open. Davis. Still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the midweek news and notes, and so for that we bring in our friend covering the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Daryl Slater. Daryl, what's going on, sir? Not too much, man. Thanks for having me on here as always. Good to catch up with you. Daryl, I'm glad that you were able to fit me into your schedule, being that today you were hobnobbing with somebody of much more importance than myself. In fact, I believe it was a two-time Super Bowl winner. Well, you know, he didn't have much choice. He was <laughs> he was at a charity <laughs> event. Eli Manning was. And uh, it's not like he was. he chose to go hang out with me. But yeah, so I did, Eli Manning did a little Make-A-Wish event down in Central Jersey and uh, went down there f- for that to chat with him a little bit about Giants stuff. And it was good. He did a good job at the event and uh, was you know polite enough. Didn't make any headlines, typically Eli Manning, but uh, a little you know off-season-y type stuff. And there's a lull before the draft where we're just looking for some something or anything to write about. So. Daryl, you're selling yourself short. I have it on good authority that Eli Manning only held that event because he wanted to spend some time with you. So, <laughs> If only, if only. <laughs> well, there were some Jets players that did spend some time with the media today. Two newest ones, Vinnie Curry and Sheldon Rankins. Sheldon Rankins said that the Jets have as much talent on defense as anybody else in the league. And he also said that a big part of the reason that he signed with the Jets is because he feels that he can be a very impactful attacker in Robert Sala's defense. He said, with me feeling healthy again and feeling back to myself feel like I can slide right in and do nothing but dominate in that defense. Vinnie Curry said he had no hesitation about signing with the Jets. 
despite the fact that it's been a while since they've had a winning season. He said Robert Sala and Joe Douglas were the key to him signing here and that he really likes where they're trying to take the team. So nothing earth-shattering here, Daryl, but they're both in town. They both spoke to the media, and now they're both officially Jets. Yep, uh, Vinny Curry, Jersey guy from uh, Neptune, I believe, homecoming for him, and so obviously in the twilight of his career, getting to become, come home, be a situational pass rusher for Robert Sala in this in his 4-3 defense. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, Rankins is a guy who uh, was who had lost his starting job in, in New Orleans, obviously has something to prove here with the Jets. Still fairly young, former first-round pick. And I remember when he signed, uh, someone in the national media, Ian Rappaport maybe, just tweeted an old video where Rankins gave, like, some amazing quotes. So, like, oh, the New York media is going to love this guy. So that quote is right in, in there, obviously very bold, right in line with the, with that, with the, being a great quote. Uh, uh, yeah, it only really matters if he plays well. I mean, at this point, no one really cares a lot about what he has to say <laughs> um, just because he's not a guy of enormous stature. But, you know, uh, uh, obviously very confident guy bold quote there talking about dominating i mean that's obviously not true about their defense being one of the best in the league it's like not you know they have a lot of pieces up front but they, they're as we know and i'm sure we'll discuss here with mock draft projections and all that their cornerback situation is a disaster as everybody knows so um yeah i think that there's a there's some pieces on this defense but uh, obviously holes uh, as well one of the holes is that quarterback where the Jets are going to draft somebody new, but the guy that was their quarterback the last three years spoke to the media for the first time since being traded. It sounded bittersweet for him. He was sad to be leaving, but happy to be getting an opportunity to do well somewhere else. Some key quotes in here that I'm going to let you hit on, Daryl. But one thing that I thought was funny, and I tweeted this out, was he said that his dream was to win multiple Super Bowls in New York for the Jets. And I tweeted something along the lines of, my dream was to become a billionaire and marry Robin Givens. Instead, I ended up starting the Play Like a Jet podcast. So you'll be fine, Sam. Dreams change. (laughs) That was my moral of the story, that I didn't end up a billionaire with Robin Givens as my wife, but instead I'm doing this show with you, Daryl. So that was one of the things that stuck out to me. (laughs) But there were quite a few others that he talked about, including the fact that he's excited to be getting a fresh start with Matt Rule in Carolina. And, of course, reuniting with Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, Sam Darnold was typical Sam Darnold. Um, You know, not going to make any huge headlines, but he was saying it was obviously a relief to get traded. Being in limbo has to be the case for anyone in any kind of walk of life. Uh, It was very difficult for him. Um, and, uh, so, you know, I, I thought, here's the thing the, first of all, they gave the Panthers gave him to their in-house media first, which if that, that wouldn't, I'm going to say that would never happen with the jets because of the, the B reporters with the jets would raise absolute hell if, if, if they did that. And some teams do that and, and you know, whatever, if they want to do that, but it's very lame, at least from our perspective, and uh, a beat group like our <laughs> here would not would 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 absolutely not stand for that. Anyway, the quotes that he gave to the in-house guy uh, Darren Gann, who used to work at PFT, were actually really good. Like that, much better than what he said on the Zoom. He was talking about you know feeling. He gave watered-down versions of these on the Zoom call, but talking about feeling unwanted by the Jets. Um, and by the time he did the Zoom, he's saying the same stuff again a few hours later. So. 
uh, and he was liked that he was wanted by the Panthers. So obviously he was stung by the trade. And then he, he feels like he has some read between the lines here. I mean, the guy feels like he has something to prove and he wants to prove Joe Douglas wrong. I mean, he didn't say that, but you can obviously tell that. Um, so that was from his little media tour there. Uh, mini media tour, I guess, was were my kind of takeaways that Sam Donald feels like he can still win in this league and that he feels like um, – um, he's plenty motivated to do that. Now, obviously, with Robbie Anderson, I did a little piece today on uh, Joe Douglas admitted letting Robbie Anderson walk was the wrong decision. We'll see if letting Sam Donald go was the wrong decision as well. I I would say that this probably has less of a chance to be the wrong decision than the Robbie Anderson move was, but um, uh, you look at those games that Robbie Anderson and Sam Donald played together, if you go back and look at all the stats, the Donald numbers are pretty okay right i think he probably has like an i had it in the story today 81 ish 82 quarterback rating in those games compared to like 10 points lower in games where he didn't have robbie anderson and of course most of those games came last year so um he liked playing with robbie anderson not like he was a pro bowler with robbie anderson but he was better with him uh now, if, if the Jets had replaced Robbie Anderson with a similar quality receiver, you could say, right, I mean, maybe the numbers would have would have bore that out. But we all know what happened with Brashad Perriman, and we all know what happened with how Robbie Anderson played in Carolina. So this is a chance for, you know, Robbie Anderson to give Sam Darnold a boost and help him prove Joe Douglas wrong. And, and again, Sam Darnold has a long way to go before he can do that, and I, I think he knows that. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Sam Darnold has a long way to go to prove the Jets wrong. And Zach Wilson is going to have a long way to go to prove the Jets right if he's the pick at number two. We're all expecting that. Mel Kuyper, one of the people who's expecting that, he's got a brand new mock draft out now. He's got the Jets picking Zach Wilson at number two overall. And then at number 23, he's got them picking Northwestern cornerback Greg Newsom. And at number 34, he has them taking Travis Etienne, the running back out of Clemson. I'm not sure I would go with Etienne at 34, but at 34 as opposed to 23, I could live with it because the theory would be you're getting a dynamic weapon for the new quarterback and taking some of the pressure off of him. Love the idea of getting Newsom, excellent corner at Northwestern, which as you touched on earlier, Daryl, the Jets desperately need somebody like that. They've got nothing at corner right now. Bless Austin, Javelin, Gidry. And the only one that was good last year was Bryce Hall, who played only a handful of games after being on injured reserve for a significant portion of the season. And also, of course, being a fifth round rookie out of Virginia. So I like it. If that's how everything played out on draft night, I wouldn't object at all. Of course, it probably isn't going to be how things play out on draft night because these draft experts are never right in their projections as far as who these teams are going to pick. But once again, interesting as we get closer and closer to the actual draft coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I skimmed through that mock earlier and obviously just set aside the Wilson projection because that's a given now. But um, the Newsom one, I wanted to see who, who he had cornerback-wise going ahead of, of Newsom. And, uh, of course, Patrick Sertain, Caleb Farley um, were ahead of, of Newsom. And J.C. Horn, he has, I think, going 16 to Arizona now or at least in the middle of the first round. So that J.C. Horn was a guy who was projected to the Jets maybe there at 23. So would Joe Douglas feel comfortable taking the fourth corner there? I mean, if Horn's there as the third corner off the board, he's got to feel pretty good about that. Um, it's not like this projection has him passing on J.C. Horn. So I think the question becomes, um, is this uh, is this a situation where Joe, Joe Douglas likes the fourth corner enough to make to pull the trigger on that on that? Uh, pick there or does he try to fill another need there so yeah i mean newsom's a guy who played in the big 10 and was tested against really good competition um obviously just like horn in the sec and um i, I really don't see a situation where certain or farley would be there for um for the jets at 23 but um it, i'm sure they're hoping potentially that they could have their pick of horn or um or maybe you know if if Najee harris is there or etn they, they have the thing logging hard about maybe making that pick maybe a little high, obviously, for a running back if you, if you take that position in the first round, as we've discussed. So, uh, yeah, I, that's a fine enough projection, I guess. You know, who knows how these things play out um, in terms of whether these guys are going to actually um, become good players. But uh, I saw another projection that uh, had the Jets taking um, – I forget where it was – the Georgia edge rusher. Aziz Anjouari, I guess is his last name. I don't know how to pronounce that exactly. but um, So they certainly have a lot of needs, right? They have an outside linebacker need. They have running back needs. They have multiple cornerback needs. They have uh, some issues on their offensive line that they could address. So it's hard to really pin this down and say Joe Douglas is going to do this 
with that 23 pick or that, that first pick in the second round. Those are enormous picks. I mean, everyone's going to focus on Wilson, uh, of course, and rightly so, but those two picks will go a long way also um, to determining if this Jets team is any good. Because remember, as we talked about last time, you got to put some talent around this guy. Um, and if he does his part, and you don't put talent around him, then it's a waste, right? Um, or, you know, maybe it's like 09 and 10 where the Jets were able to put some talent around Mark Sanchez and Sanchez wasn't able to do his part. So if they can get those two married up, um, then they maybe can actually win some win some games, but it'll take more than just making the Wilson pick to do that. Those two next two picks are also franchise-altering picks. I mean, that's not understating it, given the number of holes they have in their roster and given um, – not overstating it, I should say, and given the um, the way that Joe Douglas wants to build this thing through the draft. No question about it, and I do find it interesting that so many mock draft experts are having the Jets pick a corner at number 23. In fact, PFF had them picking Greg Newsom as well. Doesn't necessarily mean anything other than the fact that everybody knows that the Jets need a corner, but as you said, Daryl, they need a lot of other positions Including quarterback, we all assume it's going to be Zach Wilson, but the Jets are going to be represented at Justin Fields' second pro day in Columbus, along with the Broncos and several other teams. It is worth noting, according to Albert Breer, though, that there will be other players working out there as well for Ohio State, including Sean Wade, who could be in the mix for the Jets with a pick somewhere in the mid-rounds. I know he underachieved, but there's some talent there, so teams could take a swing at him in the middle of the draft. I don't really think that this means a lot. Obviously, the Jets are going to do their due diligence. There are people that are trying to make more out of this than there is, I suspect. But ultimately, the Jets have a duty to continue to investigate until the day of the draft. If Fields is having a pro day, there's no reason why they wouldn't be there, even if they're pretty much settled on Zach Wilson. I mean, it's the job of the freaking GM and mm-hmm. the college scouting director or whoever to go to these things. Like mm-hmm. what, what else are they going to do? <laughs> like, you know, like, so Ohio state has a ton of talent, right? Oh, no, we're good. We're not going to go. Yeah, right. We're just going to sit around and eat subway at one jets drive and do nothing or watch film or whatever. I mean, there's value in being at these things. It's not like you have to travel to the Arctic circle to go to freaking Columbus, you know? So just get on a plane and go to Columbus and watch the thing. I mean, I don't, Think that any of the I don't think that any you know team that has as many premium picks as the Jets and is and is looking at a school like Ohio State that has as many premium prospects is, is thinking that this is even like a question mark of whether they would go to that type of pro day. Of course they're going to go. That's what they are paid to do. That's what the GM is paid to do. Especially when he's got a college scouting background and he wants to build through the draft. Of course he's going to be at a pro day where there's a lot of good prospects. Um, and yeah, one of them happens to be Justin Fields and. Yeah, I'm sure he, Joe Douglas has a huge uh, file on, on Justin Fields. He did he did a lot of research on these quarterbacks in this draft. Um, so of course he he weighed his options there. Um, just because conventional wisdom says that you know Wilson is better than is a better prospect than Fields, you know doesn't mean that's the case. Number one, but at some point you have to reach that conventional wisdom somehow, right? And it's that people who know things about you know how these guys look uh and uh, oh their potential did a lot of studying on them and joe douglas of course is one of those guys and you know yeah it sure seems like he agrees with the general conventional wisdom that zach wilson is, is better than justin fields but it's not like he reached that conclusion you know that presumable conclusion by just uh you know going along with what everybody else said right <laughs> he had to like watch some stuff of fields and 
had to like, uh, you know, had to do his own, put his own eyes on these guys. So yeah, I mean, again, what else is he going to do? Like it's his job. <laughs> so, uh, and, and like you said, Sean Wade's an interesting prospect. Uh, Jets have a need at corner. His stock really fell big time. I, um, he was a guy potentially who was talked about being a first round pick. I think the Jets had someone, some had projected him to the Jets with that second first round pick last season, but didn't have a great year last year. And, um, and, you know, let's see what, what happens. I mean, you know, certainly guys like you look at like Richard Sherman wasn't a high pick and he wound up being a great player. So doesn't necessarily mean much that a guy had a somewhat down year and maybe he turns it around in the NFL. So, yeah, the, and he's a fascinating player who has some question marks about him. So, yeah, of course a cornerback needy team is going to be there. Um, so, yeah. And plus there's like a subway in Columbus probably too. If he really wants to eat subway, he can go to one in Columbus, sit on the sideline there, eat a sandwich, nice day, watch football. I mean, it beats big beach digging ditches, right? You know what's really disappointing? The fact that there are so many incredible delis in the New York, New Jersey area, and yet we're talking about subway. I don't know why I threw that out there. I just did. I just I was thinking of a of a very bland thing to do, right? I mean, like what you, you know, I haven't had Subway in probably ten years. So you've been on the Subway far more often than you've eaten Subway, I would imagine. Absolutely. <laughs> Last order of business, Daryl. I thought this was amusing. A lot of Jets fans were really upset about it. So Mark Schlereth, who of course is a three-time Super Bowl champion offensive lineman, he's been a pundit for a long time talking about football on the radio on television for a variety of different outlets he was on the pat mcafee show and he said that he had his doubts about zach wilson just because the jets were picking him and the jets don't typically know what they're doing and they were sending him into a situation that on paper was no better than the one that sam Darnold was sent into a lot of people got all upset about that and so mark schlereth made a video with a quote-unquote Apology, and he's sitting there in the video with his Broncos helmet on, wearing his three Super Bowl rings. If you haven't seen this video, I highly recommend checking it out. He basically talks about how he's sorry to the Jets fans for saying what he said and that he believes in Robert Sala, and then he holds up his three fingers and points to each of the rings. And then when he gets to the ring that represents the 1999 Super Bowl, he drops the other two fingers, and basically it's a middle finger to the Jets fans. Clearly tongue-in-cheek. But the thing that I thought was fascinating about this, Daryl, was that so many Jets fans got so angry at Schlereth for this, despite the fact that, as we both know, Jets fans have been saying the exact same stuff themselves forever. It's where same old Jets came from. I guess it cuts differently when it's from an outsider. Now, some people have said he was a jerk and I can't believe he said it this way and he had no tact. But I think that was the whole point. He's a media personality and he intentionally went over the top with this because he wanted it to be campy and he wanted it to be tactless. That was the way it was intended. And if you're getting mad at it, I feel like you're not in on the joke. And look, I understand your natural instinct is to defend the team that you root for. But still, this wasn't somebody who was being super serious about what he was saying. He was just goofing around. So I want to get your take on this because... I know that you've talked to Schlereth yourself in the past, and while he's insightful when he's being serious, he also has this playful side that came out on this video. Right, yeah. I mean, he was obviously goofing around, and uh, 
And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where yeah, I guess Jets, you know, Jets fans are like, you know, you can talk bad about your own family, but if, but if someone else from the outside <laughs> says that, you know, all bets are off, right? You know, Jets fans can be self-loathing uh, forever uh, and can bemoan their team. But, hey, if someone else points that out, no, 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 no. So I get it. It's a natural inclination to kind of defend your own tribe in that regard uh but yeah like so mark slareth urinated on himself during games because so people <laughs> wouldn't want to like uh, you know so he could deter defensive linemen basically <laughs> like, <laughs> so this is a guy you expect him to be subtle like i mean that's, that's not really what he does um you know he plays up in this case that kind of heel um mentality and in, in kind of a goofy way um and so, and yeah, nothing wrong with it. It's sports. It's entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. He's, you know, he's not literally saying "f you." Like he, you know, he's 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 goofing on, you know, the, the whole the whole you know premise that he offended them, right? You know, if you want to be really offended, you know, look at this type of thing. Uh, yeah. So he, he, I I talked to him before for a story. I think last year for a story on Andrew Thomas who was really struggling, and Mark Schleyer was super candid. I mean, and that's what you want from an analyst, you know, like that. You want a guy to be really candid and um, speak his mind and not be bland, and he certainly wasn't bland in that case, and, um, and and rarely is and rarely has been throughout his career. So this is what you expect as a player or an analyst, right? So this is what you expect um, from that. And, uh, hey, look, I think his getting back to his overall point, so – yeah, like the Jets have made a lot of bad decisions, right? That doesn't mean that this regime with Robert Sala, that argument doesn't really hold a lot of weight because it's not like Woody Johnson is making the pick, right? You say, all right, Woody Johnson, Chris Johnson, they've made some bad decisions. So that argument holds weight for, do you trust them hiring Joe Douglas or Robert Sala? Okay, because they made those decisions. and Really, Joe Douglas hired Robert Sala. But, you know, do you t- trust them hiring Joe Douglas? Okay, so that's, you could make that decision, that comparison for, hey, Chris Johnson made bad decisions. Woody, they haven't had a great track record. Can you trust him with this? This is not their decision. And, like, a lot of the decisions, football-wise in the past, yes, have been made by people they hire, but were not directly made by them. And so this isn't – Mike McCagney is gone. Like, John Isaac's gone. Like, so, yeah, give Joe Douglas a chance. I mean, has he made some good decisions? Sure. Some bad ones, certainly. But um, the past history doesn't – really have much bearing on this now the the other part of what he said was totally we've talked about it on here was completely valid um and, and is very much real like do they have enough pieces so that they're not going to look at this in two years and say they still don't two three years and say they still don't know about zach wilson just like with sam darnold right are we going to be in the same situation after what the 2021 2023 uh season where we're looking at Zach Wilson say, well, maybe, maybe not, but he didn't have a great cast around. So that is totally valid. Like, I think that we've talked about the Jets not being a great quarterback incubator, and people have talked about that. You know, Schlereth brought it up. Dan Orlovsky talked about it. And so, yeah, that's – I think – I don't know why Jets fans wouldn't want to acknowledge that reality. That's very much the reality. Um, but, uh Yeah. Hey, I, you know what? I hadn't seen the video. Like I've been out of the loop on some stuff. First thing I'm doing when we get off is I'm gonna eat dinner, watch that video, and probably have a good laugh. And that's what <laughs> that's what Mark Schlereth gets paid good money to be an analyst because he can incorporate that type of personality and that type of funny nature with you know talking about sports. 
he's not just up there talking about zone blocking, right? Because that's not, that's not what moves the needle. That's not what people actually really care about. So, um, I have to check that out. I, I did not know about it until you mentioned it to me, but the description sounds honestly fantastic. And, and I'm, I can't wait to see it. Daryl, just so you know, I sent it to your phone. So as soon as you get done eating dinner, it'll be right there for you. Just click and you can watch the video. I think the two points that you hit on are legit. Number one, listen, as of right now, this roster is still not great. It may be different after the draft, but we don't know yet. So I think what Schlereth said makes some sense there. As of this moment, it's not like Zach Wilson would be going into a great situation. Yes, better coaching, no question about it. But he's still going to need a better supporting cast, and Joe Douglas will have to do a good job in the draft of helping to provide him with one. The other one is, as you said, and this is totally true, what Joe Douglas is doing or has done already has nothing to do with previous regimes, but the history of the organization is such that they've built a reputation, and the only way for them to shake that reputation is for Joe Douglas and his team to build a consistent winner. So if they can do that, then there won't be any more same old Jets jokes. There won't be any more guys like Mark Schlereth using the Jets as a punchline. But for now, there's a reason why the team has this reputation. And so that's what's going to happen when a guy like Mark Schlereth gets the opportunity to make a joke at the Jets' expense. Also, as I said, I don't think anybody should get upset by this. He was clearly just trying to bait Jets fans and messing around. I don't think he was being serious. I don't think he hates Jets fans. I don't think he hates the Jets. I think he made a comment during McAfee's show. A lot of people got angry about it, and so he leaned into it. And as you said, Daryl, played the heel. I've said many times that I think so many people would understand so many aspects of life better if they watched pro wrestling and understood the psychology of the baby faces and the heels and the way all this stuff plays out. So I think this is another example of that. He was just playing the heel. And I thought the video was really, really funny. I didn't take it as disrespectful. I just saw it as him being tongue-in-cheek and trying to get a reaction out of Jets fans, which clearly he succeeded in doing. Daryl Slater covering the Jets for NJ.com. Thank you so much for coming on. As always, really appreciate it. After you watch that Mark Schlereth video, I know you've got plenty of other work to do. So once you stop laughing at the entertainment value of the Schlereth video, what have you got going up over at NJ.com? Yeah, we'll have a, obviously I'll be writing some stuff off the Eli Manning uh, thing today. Uh, obviously not Jets related there, but we'll more stuff looking forward as the week goes on to the draft because that's that's the big thing coming up, obviously. So, so what is today? As you and I are talking on Tuesday, and uh, what two days and two weeks, or two days and three weeks, two days and two weeks, right? Till mm-hmm. the draft. So things are cranking up, and we're looking ahead at. What's next for Zach Wilson for the Jets? I did a little piece earlier this week, kind of forecasting. We don't know the schedule yet. We know the, you know, home and road opponents. So I did a little thing, which will be his toughest games. I think that'll be interesting to look at. Obviously, we don't know if he's going to start from week one, right? So, um, but there's some interesting ones in there. I, you know, I didn't realize the Broncos' defense was actually so good last year, and they add, you know, bring back Justin Simmons. They add Kyler, Kyler, Kyle Fuller, uh, and so. Uh, that will be a game, even though Drew Locke doesn't scare anybody, that will be an interesting challenge for Zach Wilson, presuming he starts it. You know, we know we don't know when it's going to be. So that's up there on our site and uh, a lot of other stuff. Basically, if you look on the Jets page, there's Zach Wilson in almost every headline. 
You know, I mean, people can just stop emailing me and saying, you don't know that Joe Douglas is going to draft him. Okay, I don't know. That's that's fine. I'm still going to write about Zach Wilson like he's going to be the pick. Okay, so, you know, sue me or, or don't, whatever. <laughs> Please so, don't yeah, sue Daryl because even though he did nothing wrong, I don't want him to have to pay for lawyers to fend off your frivolous lawsuit. So do not be <laughs> suing Daryl. We would greatly appreciate it. Also greatly appreciate it if we would check out all the great work we're doing over at playlikeajet.com. Tommy Griffin Krantz made his debut with a fantastic piece outlining some options for the Jets at number 23. Clayton Smartslocks got his latest mock draft up there. Our YouTube channel is is booming right now with Luke Grant's prospect profiles. He did one on Aziz Al-Jalari, breaking down why he'd be an intriguing option at 23. He did one on the aforementioned Greg Newsom, the cornerback from Northwestern, and why Greg Newsom has the makings of a number one cornerback, potentially. We've got Kayla Pace and Pace's playbook once a week, so she's doing great commentaries. We've also got Play Like a Jet Live, and that's in conjunction with U Stadium. That's Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. So much more, so check out playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.